Happy New Year. <laughs> so glad to be here this morning, this special Sunday of the year, and it's an honor to worship with you this morning. As you can see, I don't have a beard, and I don't have a blonde hair. But um, I am honored to be here today, and then Pastor John, his wife has a COVID, so I am um, kind of covering up for him. So I pray the Holy Spirit will speak through me to deliver the letter he wrote for you, the love letter he wrote for the people. So, um, and I'm glad to worship with you this morning. Like, I remember last, like, at uh, this time of last year, when we were so excited about starting um, 2021. It's like a new year, so we had a great expectation, but and yet it's been another year of struggle and some darkness. And yet, here is the good news. The light shines brightest in the midst of darkness. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil because the Lord, God, walks with us. God walks with you, walks with me, walks with us. So we can able to endure, overcome those years. Since knowing that God is here with us, let us come before the Lord and pray, asking the Lord to come and speak to us as we share the word. Let us pray. Loving God, you have been so faithful. This morning we gather to worship you with a thanksgiving in the midst of the storm, knowing that you never abandon us, but with us always. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us, lead us, and speak to us so we can grow in faith and love in Christ Jesus. Anoint me to speak with the Holy Spirit and power. And bless your beloved sons and daughters who worship here and those watching from, on, from home. May we be one with you, one with each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you are new uh, around here, you might not know that 2021 was one of the uh, year of a big year of a transition at Anderson Hill. Our senior pastor, Mark Rowland, retired after 18 years. And last month, and we are so thankful for Mark and Melinda for their faithful devotion and for their leadership, for loving us and loving the Lord for the last 18 years. And last March, John Ferguson joined our team as the lead pastor who would follow Mark Rowland. And John and Mark had three years of overlap, and we see the picture how they work together. And we have witnessed how the transition has been so beautiful and powerful, how they work together as a brother in the Lord and helping each other to do the mission of Jesus Christ. So this was an intentional plan for Mark and the, our church council had worked out with our bishop. It was a great season of a transition that God is using us to continue to grow in order to carry out the mission of Jesus Christ. And our mission for Anderson Hill, Hill is we exist to glorify God and to produce growth, devoted followers of Christ to transform the world. Isn't this a good goal, good vision, good uh, vision statement for our church? Now, Pastor John really wanted to be here today, and he was excited to preaching on this sermon first Sunday. But unfortunately, as I mentioned, his wife Jennifer tested positive with covid last Friday. So he's staying home and worshiping with us and praying for us. 
Uh, Pastor John wrote the following part. I'm reading his letter. This is a love letter to you. And he's watching you. He's praying for you from home, so don't fall asleep. Okay? He's watching you, so if you fall asleep, he knows who's just taking a nap. So try to wake everyone up. Even though I'm reading the letter, I pray the Holy Spirit will use me to deliver what he wants to say to you. Okay, this is from Pastor John. I am so thankful for our amazing lay leaders and staff and pastors who are always there to provide great leadership to Anderson Hills. I am so sad to miss this weekend, but I know that you are in good hands. You are in God's hand. Thank you for your continued prayers for everyone in our world who is suffering with COVID. And I thought, you know, take a minute, let's pray for people who are suffering with COVID. So, Lord, as we continue, we pray, we lift our brothers and sisters and Jennifer and many others who are suffering with COVID. We pray, oh God, bless everyone. We pray for healing and recovery by the grace and power of the Holy Spirit be upon them. Grant them your peace, grant them your joy. Help them to overcome this struggle. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. So this weekend, we begin our first of many New Year's together. This is continued John's letter to you, love letter. He said, I am so thankful. Serving with you is an awesome and joyous experience for my family and me. I honestly can't even begin to describe how thankful we are to be able to serve here with you. Pastor Mark Rowland, who led this church for 18 incredible years, told me many times that I would be absolutely amazed at the faithfulness of the people at Anderson Hills. And let me tell you, he was not wrong. Every day I am so humbled that I get to serve here with you. Mark had a great tradition when he would dedicate some time in the first sermon to talking about the state of the state of Anderson Hill. We call the state of the church. And I want to do a version of that today. The difference is that I am working with our leaders to prayfully discern God's vision for Anderson Hills. And we will be talking more about that in the next, uh, in the first quarter of this year. It's a process that we take really seriously, especially because I am new and God sent me with two ears and one mouth for a very good reason. Now, those of you who have been around Anderson Hill for a while know that we don't do a lead, uh, lead pastor transition very often. Three of our last four pastors have been here at least 15 years each. That's pretty smart because new pastors, we are, we are little like getting a new puppy. You just don't want to do that very often. I am so proud to report that my party training accidents are down to 90%. <laughs> so I think we are making progress. How humble is he to say that? Isn't he a humble man of God? What, right? So, but seriously, he continues, changing leaders is a risky thing. And I can track for one year in, I ran track for one year in high school which tells you exactly how great I was at it. One of the events I did was the four 200-meter sprint, and I quickly learned that he, the race was often won or lost in the passing of the baton. There are many 
There are so many things that can go wrong, so you spend countless hours in practice working to be sure that you are doing it just right. World records are made or missed during that quick exchange. 2021 was a year of a baton, baton passing for Anderson Hills, but not just between Mark and me, but also in our children's ministry, youth student ministry, facility team, and media team as we welcome Lauren Arana, Kevin Connors, Rob Cook, Joel Leonard, and Tris Jimites, and Doug, our own Doug, is working here. What a, he said, whoa, what a great team. I mean, and to praise the Lord, we have amazing staff. So let's just God give a hand for the, the great, awesome team. Thank you, Jesus. But best of all, every single one of these transitions was done with excellence. That, my friends, it's primarily a miracle of God. And secondly, a result of a great planning by our leadership on PPRC, council, and staff. And many batons have been passed, and none have been dropped. God is good. These transi uh, transitions take place in a very difficult time, as you know, in, in, this, in our world with the COVID-19 pandemic. At this time last year, we had about one-third of our pre-COVID attendance worshiping in person, one-third online, and one-third we did not know where they were. The past few months, however, we, we have had about 60% 60 of our pre-COVID attendance in person, 20% online, 20% we aren't sure about. However, it's tough to get an accurate read on our online attendance, and we believe that our online counts are conservative. Now, we made massive investment on online worship and in person, spending around 240000 of the gift that was given by the Woodrow family. The reason for that large investment was to replace the aging equipment and to make essential improvements for those who worship from home. The withdrawal gift will continue to be used to make a new ministry idea possible that would have never been possible without it. Financially, we are waiting one year and numbers, but our giving appeared to be slightly increased over 2020, and 2020 was a strong year for us. Praise the Lord, and God is good. Thank you so much for your faithfulness in giving. However, unfortunately, our expenses were also went up with the staff changes, and as COVID led to less growth than we forecasted in 2020 and 2021. Thankfully, we have a great leaders on our finance team who are helping us address this problem while continuing to support the many great ministry opportunities at Anderson Hills. We were blessed to celebrate 18 baptisms and 45 new members. God is good. We look forward to uh, God doing more and more in 2022. We have experienced great things in our life groups and bands and where people continue to grow closer to Jesus and to one another. 
Now, one of the best parts of the overlap time that Mark and I had was the opportunity to meet with all the life groups, Bible study groups, and the prayer groups. You have got to understand that retiring pastors often don't like to coast during the, their last couple of months. They'd rather take it easy. Not Mark Rowland. We schedule as many meetings as possible, and we, as many meetings as, as possible we could pack into our schedule. And he was virtually every one of them. What a blessing. Now, there were two main purposes of these meetings. First, for me to have the opportunity to meet you, and second, for you to have the opportunity to help shape our vision for the church. Vision work is not something that a pastor should do in isolation. No, it's done in community together. In the next few months, I am so excited to share more with you about what God is laying on our heart. We are a church that is full of so much kingdom-building potential, and I could be more excited, I could not be more excited to serve with you here. In Christ's love, Pastor John. Isn't this a good letter? Yes? Yeah, thank you, John. Yeah, praise the Lord. Actually, it makes me excited to read his exciting letter. His love letter. I call it love letter. However, this is the longest sermon introduction I have ever shared with you. <laughs> uh, now, next one is I'm really excited about uh, the new sermon series called Domino Effect. We are studying the book of Colossians together, both in the church and or in our life groups. It's going to be a powerful study. So if you do not belong to any uh, group or uh, Bible study group, this is an opportunity for you to sign up. And you can call the church office this week, and Amy Tomlinson will help you to connect with us. just the right group for you. So we can grow together. Now, have you ever played dominoes before? Most of you have, and I am very new to this, so as I read this, I'm learning as well. The domino effect by J.D. Ward tells us there are all types of types to set up dominoes. Guinness World Records uh, setting feat of the largest domino to tip in a spiral arrangement is 250,000, a quarter of a million. It took days to set up, but only minutes for them to tip and fall. There are also domino tipping exercises that are commonly referred to as the domino effect. This game is about starting small, but it gets bigger real quick. Now, we have a video to show you about this. It has some simulated, simulated uh, violence in, in it, so if you love Paris, you may want to close your eyes. Watch this. Ouch. Tip over the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> now, when you come to the 30, 33 domino, you have just knocked over something 3,000 feet higher than Mount Everest. Now at domino 57, you're approaching the moon. 
So what's the point of all this? You know, there has to be a point, right? The domino effect teaches us that big spiritual growth begins with a small acts of faithfulness. It begins small. You have probably seen this at work in many places in your life. If you do the right things at work, at home, day in, day out, and eventually you build a pretty amazing profession, pretty amazing career. Or if you invest in your kids and little by little, eventually you will see changes in them that you never would have thought possible. Now you can experience this in your spiritual life as well. Because unlike your job or your kids, God is always faithful. So big spiritual growth begins with a small, very tiny, small acts of faithfulness. A deep desire, a drive to pursue all you can, all you can get from God. It begins very small, but it has a great impact. So here at Anderson Hills, we intentionally practice six habits. Spend time with God daily. Give generously of your resources. Participate in small group. Share our faith. Serve in ministry. And worship God. These small habits, daily habits, eventually help you to become spiritually mature. Now, first Sunday in January, we usually invite Are you to recommit yourself to living out these habits? We will talk more about this in the next few weeks. Each of these six habits is like a, a spiritual domino that will lead to a greater spiritual growth in your life. Now, Paul, Apostle Paul states the domino effect type of goal in Colossians. It is unusual to talk about goal in Scripture. But Paul said, my goal is, we're going to read this scripture soon. And because Paul knows that if you could bend, if, we, if, he, if he could bend people together in love and encouragement, the gospel would transform lives. Let's read Colossians chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. It writes, my goal is, is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom, are, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In Christ, wisdom and knowledge are hidden. Colossians is a letter written by Paul to the church in Colossae, which was a small farming town located on a river in modern-day Turkey. We don't know a lot about this town because it was destroyed by an earthquake less than 30 years after the ascension of Jesus Christ. The believers in Colossae don't seem to have a many major problem like unlike uh, Galatians and Corinthians because Paul used the words of encouragement for them to live fully, be mature in Christ Jesus. Now, let's read what Paul has to say in chapter 1, verse 6, verse 3 to 6. We always thank God, the Father, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus 
and of the love you have for all God's people. The faith and love that spring from the, God, the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already, have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world. Just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it, truly understood God's grace. Paul hears about their faith. He heard about, he heard about the believer's faith in Colossae. So faith is Domino 1. And that leads into Domino 2, how they have a love for all people. Faith and they love all people. This faith and love spring up from hope stored up in heaven. That's Domino 3. Faith, love, and hope. It's a very powerful. The gospel message call, call, came to them and it's bearing fruit. It's growing throughout the whole world. Why? Why it's growing amazingly? Because the church in Colossae, they truly understood God's grace. As I was reading this text, I said, Lord, let it be for us. Let it be for Anderson Hill. Let this gospel just grow amazingly as we have faith in the Lord, as we love one another, as we have hope in heaven. And knowing that it is the grace of the Lord, oh God, let it be. So I pray this prayer for our church. Let it be, let us grow like this amazing diamond effect by the power of the Holy Spirit. A man took his young daughter to a carnival and she immediately ran over to a booth and asked for some cotton candy. I love this cotton candy. As she got this huge ball of cotton candy that was almost as big as her as she was. So her father looked down and looked down at her and asked, Honey, are you sure you can eat all of that? She looked up at him and said, Don't worry, Daddy. I am a I am I am a lot bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. Now I love this is a little kid's statement. And I was praying about this passage, actually, you know. How do we get bigger inside than all everything that we are facing? Holy Spirit who dwells in us makes it bigger than any other things we are facing in this world. Because the Holy Spirit is an amazing, powerful God, and He is with us. He's bigger than any other issues, difficulties, and challenges we are facing, you are facing personally. Because even though he lives inside of us, he's powerful, he's amazing, he's bigger than anything, anybody, any issues we can ever imagine. As we begin this 2022 uh, year, we can take a tangible step make, to make things happen. Paul always thanked God when he prayed for the believers in Colossae. We always thank God when we pray for believers at Anderson Hill. So I read this text and I said, God, I try to think about the names of our people. I thank, whenever I pray, we thank God. We thank God. We remember one another in our prayers. 
We thank God that we can grow together in faith. We thank God that we are growing in, growing in love. We thank God that we are together and learn from each other. So this week and this coming weeks, pray about and find someone who is spiritually mature and ask them how they can continue to mature in their faith. Find somebody who are growing in the Lord and ask them how they can grow in faith, in love of Jesus Christ. Be prepared to answer when somebody approaches you. And find somebody, ask questions. Because we will learn from each other. And for me, for, for me personally, it's prayer. I grow whenever I pray with the thanksgiving. I grow when I face difficulties, when I face challenges, I pray. Bring all my issues to the Lord. Then when I pray with the thanksgiving, problems seem smaller. It gets smaller. But when I don't pray with the thanksgiving, problems and issues look bigger. So for me, everyone may be different, but for me, whenever I pray with the thanksgiving, whenever I praise God for our brothers and sisters, whenever I praise God for who you are, your devotion, your faithfulness, your service, how you worship the Lord, your love for God, whenever I pray with the thanksgiving, my faith grows. What about you? I pray for this coming year. We start already. You start small, like a domino effect. Develop a small habit. Day in, day out. Day in, day out. So together, by the end of the years, we can see the amazing domino effect transforming lives as are being transformed by the Holy Spirit. Because like a little girl, we are bigger than little candy, candy can, right? Holy Spirit is bigger than us. So as we come to the Christ table today, we can experience, we can encounter the living Christ. So let's pray. So Lord, we thank you, God, for your amazing love. As we start this journey together, Holy Spirit, speak to your beloved sons and daughters such a way that we can develop a small habit, really create the amazing domino effect to transform the nations, transform ourselves, transform our community, transform by the power of your Holy Spirit. So God, we come together, we come to your Christ table to encounter you living Christ. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Praise the Lord. Amen.